This is a Locker Room production. This is Talk the Plank, episode 13. I'm Nathan Hirsch, and this is a Pittsburgh Pirates podcast on SB Nation's Bucks Dugout. How is everyone doing? I'm a little annoyed, I'm not going to lie. Starting to lose it a little bit watching this Pirates offense, but uh, we're here today. We're going to recap the series against the Reds, maybe talk a little minor leagues, a little roster moves, a little of this, a little of that. Um, we could start with a few of the roster moves that were made during this series. Um, Pirates called up left-handed relief pitcher Jason Shreve from Indianapolis and put Kyle Crick on the 10-day IL. Also, Gregory Polanco was activated and Hunter Owen was designated for assignment. Jason Shreve actually uh, made his Pirates debut today. Today is Wednesday. Uh, the Pirates are fresh off of losing 5-1 to to the Reds. But, uh, yeah, Jason Shreve made his debut two-thirds of an inning, struck out one, looked pretty solid. Um, yeah, might as well go through it right now. Pirates lost to the Reds two out of three games the first game 14 to one just a absolute murder a murder was committed by the Reds to the Pirates on Monday night um Tuesday night Pirates were able to bounce back got a seven to two win over the Reds that was pretty nice and then of course today Wednesday the Reds defeated the Pirates again five to one on the season the Reds are outscoring the Pirates 51 to 17 in five games. That looks like a college football blowout score. And that's what the Reds have done to the Pirates in five games so far this season. So uh, if you actually look at it, if you look at the Pirates run differential so far this year, it is now at minus 42. They've been outscored by 42 runs. They're inching closer towards the MLB worst uh, Detroit Tigers minus 67, but the Pirates are at minus 42 in the run differential. But against the Reds only, that is at minus 33. I mean, sorry, 34. So whenever the Pirates don't play the Reds, they're actually a pretty decently okay bad team. Um, minus eight, but in total, it's at minus 42. And basically minus 34 against the Reds. So just looking through this first game of the series, we had Mitch Keller start for the Pirates. And, well, it was a bad start. The classic bad start after a good start. Mitch Keller actually, he looked nice in the first three innings. Um, And, uh, you know, three scoreless innings, and then the fourth inning was a disaster. Gave up seven earned runs, seven hits, two walks, two strikeouts. Gave up a home run. Um, first three innings, he actually gave up just one home run to uh, Suarez. But, yeah, the fourth inning, couldn't get out of it. The Pirates were down by a ton of runs. They just kept giving up more and more, and they lost 14-1. to Um Real quick here, we are going to have Ashton comment. Ashton, please 
come on up. Tell me what you uh, what do you have to say? Um, I I know the Pirates aren't the best team in the league, but watching these games, what do you take away? What are the good things you take away from the Pirates? I mean, is there any good in all of this? Yeah, I think so. Thank you, Ashton. Uh, appreciate the uh, the question here. I mean, the pitching has looked pretty nice. In general, I mean, I was touching on Mitch Keller. He struggled. But as a whole, I mean, you look at it. We'll get to the uh, Tuesday game here in a minute with JT Brubaker. He has been just a great surprise so far this year for the Pirates. Uh, Starting pitching-wise, Tyler Anderson has also looked really great. He didn't uh, pitch in this series at all. But those two have been good. Even Trevor Cahill today, I mean, he had a nice start. Five and a third, he only gave up one run, those three hits. And, I mean, I think the starting pitching, besides Keller as of right now, is has been pretty decent. Uh, Will Crow has had a few starts in which he's looked okay, at least. But, I mean, the pitching as a whole has been pretty impressive to me, I would say. The bullpen obviously has been nice. There has been, you know, meltdowns here and there, and we'll get to – Dwayne Underwood here today in that 10th inning where he uh, got lit up a little bit. But as a whole, I mean, you look at it, runs given up by the Pirates. I mean, over the past week or so, yeah, they gave up five today and 14 on Monday. But yesterday, Tuesday, only gave up two runs, gave up five to the Cubs Sunday, which wasn't that great. But before that, you look, you know, Three runs given up, three runs given up, four runs, one run, two runs, three runs. I mean, if you're giving up three or four runs per game, you should have success. And uh, the the pitching has been better than expected, I would say. But the thing is, I mean, it is – watching this offense is just excruciatingly painful at times. I mean, you look at you look at the lineup today – Kai Tom leading off, Kevin Newman, Phil Evans, Gregory Polanco, Eric Gonzalez is still hitting fifth. Uh, Wilmer Defoe has had a few nice at-bats, but, I mean, he's still Wilmer Defoe. Ben Gamble here got his first start with the Pirates. He's nothing more than a fourth outfielder or so. Michael Perez, obviously. I mean, you just look at the offense. Brian Reynolds has been good. Adam Frazier has been pretty good, um, but, I mean, it's just been a lot of nothing here. We got Ethan. He wants to come up and talk. Ethan, how's it going? I'm lost on Pirates. Yeah, what's up, man? How are you? Pretty good. Annoyed, but good. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess to stay on a positive note, and I talked about it on my podcast today, it looks like the Jamison Tyone trade might work out pretty well for us. 1,000%. And I, I am going to get to some uh, some minor league play here in a minute but yeah yesterday Rosie Contreras for uh for double a Altoona another 11 strikeouts had that no hitter going through what six innings before he was removed he's looked good um obviously obviously Miguel Yajure he's gonna be nice um that trade yeah that trade is looking like a really nice trade for the Pirates and I mean Talking about the Major League team, it is. I mean, I just watched this game. It was annoying to watch. But there are some positives in the organization. I mean, I do really like some of the uh, 
minor league additions from this offseason. And the minor league, the farm system as a whole, I would say, looks really nice. But, uh, yeah, we'll get to that in a second, though. I'm just going through these games. Once again, Monday, 14-1, to 1, everything was terrible. Mitch Keller was terrible yet again. His ERA is back up to 7.81. Good start, bad start, good start, bad start. As far as what to do with him long term, I mean, he's just – you still got to – you still have to – Put him out there every fifth day and just see what you got. I mean, he's got to progress. You got to see if he can progress, I guess. But uh, I was thinking it must be kind of weird for him to watch JT Brubaker have all the success. I mean, Brubaker was not really a highly regarded prospect. I believe Brubaker's a few years older than him. And uh, Brubaker did go through Tommy John surgery, I believe. But the two probably, I mean, they came up through the minors together, and Mitch Keller was always looked at as that guy. But now we're here at the major leagues, the biggest stage. Brubaker's the one having success. Mitch Keller is obviously not. So, I mean, just an interesting tidbit, I feel like. But Mitch Keller, he's just got to get it together. His slider is just getting annihilated anytime he throws it. The fastball, if he can locate it, is effective. When he doesn't locate it, I mean – it's obviously not effective, and the Reds just teed off against him in that fourth inning, and then obviously uh, things went downhill from there. Luis Oviedo, which he's he's another project. I mean, I don't really expect too much like production-wise out of him. He gave up four earned runs in two innings, taking his lumps. I don't hate to see that. I just like to see him pitch because I feel like his stuff does have potential. And then, of course, uh, Jeff Hart. It's just one earned run allowed. He struck out four. He only gave up uh, five hits. He's just been solid, and he brought his ERA back down to 2.58. And then at the same time in that game, he probably could have went out for the seventh inning, but they decided to take him out, which was fine. He was at 81 pitches. Um, And then, of course, Chris Stratton came in, scoreless inning. David Bednar came in, gave up a run. It's all right. Sam Howard with the hold. Rich Rod with the save. That was a sound win. Um, The Pirates actually did show up with the bats in that game. Adam Frazier, his first home run. Uh, Brian Reynolds, Phillip Evans each had a hit. Um, My guy here, Troy Stokes Jr., had two hits, including his first career hit. Um, He looked nice. He looked comfortable at the plate. I think he's, he's made some solid contact since being called up. So I would like to see him get some more opportunities. I mean, not seeing him in the lineup today, I was kind of questioning that. I was like, he just came off, you know, best game of his life, obviously, in the major leagues. He hasn't played that many, but why not give the guy another start? He looked nice. Um, so I will say Tuesday was a pretty sound win. But then again, today, I mean, it's just, you know, seven total hits, one total run, no extra base hits, just inning easy inning after easy inning against the pirates and then you know when they do have guys on base it's impossible to 
to get them in because there's no power and you, you're relying on two outs, runners in scoring position. You need to get that clutch hit. And I'm sorry, the clutch hit is not something that an offense as a whole can rely on. Yeah, you'll get the occasional clutch single to score too, but I mean, consistently to have success, you need some doubles. You need some home runs. You need quick offense, not, not, uh, it's, it's not as easy to produce runs through walks and singles. And I mean, you look at it, I can't tell you how many times I've seen where you look at the box score, the Pirates have about 10 hits and then two runs. There's plenty of times when the hits outnumber the runs by six, seven, eight, you know, eight more hits than runs. You look at the Reds, though, I mean, they have five runs, 11 hits, so they, they out-hit the Pirates in general. But, I mean, you look at Monday, 14 runs, 15 hits. They were efficient, obviously. So just a tough series in general. The Pirates are 15 and 21. They're in last place in the NL Central. Um, I'm still encouraged with the pitching. I still, you know, Brubaker is a lot of fun to watch. Tyler Anderson has been really fun to watch. We'll see uh, Chad Cool maybe coming back later. We'll see what they decide to uh, do with him, perhaps put him back in the rotation. Perhaps he's kind of like a some sort of bullpen guy, depending on how Will Crow, I guess, looks moving forward. I guess I guess they could always option Will Crow back down to AAA. But, I, I mean, other than Mitch Keller, starting rotation has been – better than expected and it I mean it is really discouraging though because Mitch Keller was the guy that you expect to be the guy for the Pirates and it's just been it's just been up and down and even even so when you do look at his good starts I mean he still hasn't gone six innings this year uh in his three good starts he went five innings five innings and five and two-thirds so it's just uh I mean it's still May there's still time there's still plenty of time for him to get back on track, and I think the Pirates will give him every opportunity opportunity to do so. But, I mean, it's just – it's tough right now, and it is frustrating. And at this point in the season, I mean, the Pirates have – this is their first true uh, tough stretch. They've won three out of their last 13 games after – scratching above 500 for that one game when they were 12 and 11, three and 10 since. So we'll see how they bounce back. I mean, looking at the schedule moving forward, it does not get any easier whatsoever. Tomorrow, San Francisco comes to town in San Francisco. Weird, odd year magic. You can feel it in the air with San Francisco this year. They're 22 and 18. Um, They're actually, they've been hitting pretty well. They've been pitching well. They have a bunch of guys on one-year deals starting pitching-wise, and uh, that starts tomorrow. They have uh, Anthony DiSclefani going tomorrow. He has been really good, 41 and a third innings pitch. He's only given up 11 earned run. That ERA is a 240 from Anthony DiSclefani. Pirates will face him tomorrow, and then starting for the Pirates tomorrow is Will Crow Friday night. Tyler Anderson goes for the Pirates and for the Giants. It's another one of those one-year guys, Kevin Gossman, who has just been 
insane. 45 and two-thirds innings pitched, 10 earned runs given up. That's a 197 ERA. So we'll see what the Pirates can do there. Um, Saturday, JT Brubaker against Alex Wood. Alex Wood, yet another guy that you look at it and, uh, you know, 4-0, 180 ERA. He's just the middle of the rotation guy that's been really solid in his five starts, 30 innings pitched. He's only given up six earned. So that's three really tough starting pitching matchups for the Pirates there, especially with how the offense is rolling. Um, sorry, that, that's actually Sunday's game, Brubaker against Wood. Saturday, it's Mitch Keller again, and he'll go against Johnny Cueto, I believe, who has been pretty decent himself in four starts. The ERA is at 352. It's going to be a tough series. Uh, there's no doubt about it. And the Pirates have been struggling lately. And, I mean, you know, you look at it, they're 15 and 21 right now, and they could probably be a lot worse than that. And it might get a little worse going forward. But, uh, I mean, we'll see. Like I said, starting pitching, besides Mitch Keller, has been surprisingly okay. Bullpen has looked good. The offense, I mean, you look at it. Brian Reynolds, Adam Frazier, Jacob Stallings, all they've all been good. They all have been well above average, as has Colin Moran, who is currently on the IL. Hopefully soon he's able to return. Um, he was just put on the 10-day IL. I can't imagine that his injury won't be for more than maybe a few weeks at most. But those four hitters have been – they've been really good. And then after that, I mean – Phil Evans has struggled, unfortunately. I still hold hope for him because he's been making some hard contact. But, I mean, I don't know. Kai Tom, he gets on base. He's been drawing some walks, but he's still Kai Tom. He was still DFA'd by the A's. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what he can do. Um, Kevin Newman continues to be sad. Gregory Polanco gets gets sadder by the day i mean it's just it's tough but uh we'll see we'll see what the pirates can do moving forward they got that four game uh series against san francisco and maybe maybe they could pull together a few wins and right the ship but hey three wins in their last 13 it's not looking great let's shift gears a little bit here and look at some minor league stats um, minor league stats. I mean, there's some encouraging stuff here. Looking at triple a will Craig has three home runs and two doubles in just 26 at bats. Philip Evans tweaked something in today's game. If he's forced to go to the IL, I don't want to, uh, speculate roster moves. Cause I failed at that in the last pod, but, uh, if, Philip Evans has to go to the IL. Perhaps Will Craig gets the call up. Uh, he he's been hitting with for some power so far in the first seven games. Travis Swaggerty as well, two home runs so far. You love to see that. And uh, yeah, Cole Tucker so far in AAA, not too great. He's hitting 179, 233, 286, and that's AAA. So. 
I mean, those numbers would fit in pretty pretty nicely for major league shortstops on this roster, but he's doing that at AAA, so it's uh, it's not great to see. On the pitching end in AAA, Miguel Yajure, he had a start, six innings pitched, only gave up one run, six strikeouts, two walks. That's encouraging to see. He will be back. He'll be back up to the major leagues in no time, and uh, that'll be fun to watch. Chase DeYoung had another nice start. He's only given up two earned runs in his 11 innings total so far this season. So, some pretty nice uh, production so far in AAA. And there's some guys that have the chance to be called up at some point this year. And uh, I would put Swaggerty in that in that uh, camp as well. I think there will be a time if he if he keeps hitting with that surprising power, perhaps he'll get a chance in a pretty thin, pretty thin Pirates outfield. Uh, looking down at Double A, uh, let's see here. O'Neill Cruz hit his first home run of the year. That is good to see. Um, you know, just looking around here, Mason Martin still hasn't hit a home run yet. It's early. Um, Rodolfo Castro, who had a very short stint in the major leagues. He got that one start a few weeks ago. He's been off to a pretty nice start. He has a home run, three doubles, nine total hits and 25 at bats. So you, uh, you like to see that on the pitching end mentioned it a little earlier with Ethan Ronzi Contreras has been unbelievable in two starts so far this year has yet to give up a run. 11 innings total, just five hits given up, just two walks given up, and 22 strikeouts. So he should be getting the call up to AAA in no time, and we'll see. Uh, yeah, that Jamison tie on trade is looking pretty nice when you consider they got Miguel Yajure and Ronzi Contreras, potentially two guys that could be in the future starting rotation moving forward. So that looks pretty nice. Um, looking at high A Greensboro down at the Grasshoppers, um, Nick Gonzalez hitting the crap out of the ball, slashing 348, 423, 609. Once again, it's early, just 23 at-bats, but he has eight hits. Three doubles, a home run. I don't want to screw up his name, but I'm sorry. Paguero, the shortstop. There was an injury scare where he left the game, but it doesn't look to be serious. He has two home runs. He's hitting 389, 457, 78, 18 at bats, obviously early. Uh, two doubles. He looks nice. And I was talking about it the last time I was talking about minor league players, but. Uh, Baseball America was – they showed his swing, and it it does give off some Ronald Acuna vibes. Looking a little more here at single A uh, on the pitching end. Quinn Priester had another start. He struggled um, so far, two starts this year, just seven innings pitched. He's given up six earned runs. Five strikeouts to seven walks. He's still searching, but uh, not too worried. He is highly regarded. So we'll see uh, 
We'll see what he can do moving forward. And then at low A, Bradenton, Andy Rodriguez, the catcher. Perhaps he's the catcher of the future. Um, he was brought over in the Joe Musgrove trade and wasn't really seen as the uh, main piece in that deal. Hudson Head was, who is also at low A, Bradenton. But Andy Rodriguez has two home runs so far this season. And uh, he's looking pretty nice. Also, Alexander Mojica has two home runs as well, two bombs. He's been looking pretty nice as well. Hudson Head, uh, he has six hits and 23 at-bats. And, I mean, it's fine. It's early. Once again, I'll say this again. Minor league, when you look at the minor league stats this early in the season, when your guys are doing great, cheer them on, and you – uh take it at face value and when they're not you just expect them to get better soon it's fine uh pitching wise at low a here i'm pulling it up now Eh, not much luis ortiz 257 era and seven innings he's only given up those two earned runs so you like to see that but a lot of excitement in the minor leagues i will say that so as much as i sound salty Watching this major league team, the Pirates themselves score two runs a game, it seems like, over the past two weeks. There is help coming, and there's going to be even more help coming. If you look at it, um, we'll just do this right now. I mean, the Pirates have some nice-looking trade assets moving forward at the deadline if things get ugly and it's time to make some deals I mentioned it before, but Richard Rodriguez, the team's looking for a closer, a contender, maybe even a setup man. Richard Rodriguez is definitely a candidate to do so. Um, He's not afraid. He'll attack hitters. And I think the Pirates would be able to get a nice little return for him. He's got years of uh, control moving forward after this year. Kyle Crick as well. He's been solid. He's on the aisle right now, but I feel like if the Pirates wanted to, they could probably move him at the deadline for some pieces as well if he continues to be doing the things that he's been doing. On the pitching side, Tyler Anderson. Uh, It's just a one-year deal, but uh, if a team needs some extra starting pitching help, Tyler Anderson might be the guy uh, so far this season. I mean, he's just been solid. Seven starts. The ERA is down to 305. He's been worth one war, F war, that is. And uh, the Pirates could definitely get a piece or two, perhaps a lottery ticket type prospect for him. So that's another asset. On the hitting side, Adam Frazier. His stock is going up. WRC Plus before today was at 131. He's hitting, let me see what he's hitting right now at this exact moment. Adam Frazier is at 307, 380, 436. I don't know. I mean, whoever needs a second baseman, Adam Frazier could be that guy. Even if they need a utility guy, Adam Frazier could be that guy. He's definitely another piece that the Pirates could trade. So that's four guys right there. I mean, 
keep beefing up that farm system and let's get ready for 2023, 2024. Um, because, you know, you look at it right now, there's positives for sure. But uh, now is definitely not the time for winning in Pittsburgh. Kick that ball down the road a little farther and let's get some more prospects. Keep uh, beefing up the farm system, creating competition for guys. And whoever makes it, I mean, they will uh, they'll be on the next winning Pirates team. I think that's a good place to wrap it up for today. Again, the Pirates lost two out of three against the Reds. I'll just reiterate that so far this year, they've been outscored 51-17 to 17 against those Reds. Minus 34 run differential against those Reds. Minus eight against the rest of the MLB. So I guess you could take that for – that's something, I guess. When they're not playing the Reds, I guess the Pirates are a pretty decent ball club. But when they do play the Reds this season, yikes, they are one in five, six total games. I think I said five total games earlier. I apologize. But six total games, one in five, 51 to 17. That is just incredible to me. And we'll see if the Pirates can get things turned around for the uh, weekend home series, four-game series against the Giants. And then after that, I mean, things do not get easier. They're on the road again at St. Louis for two and then at Atlanta for four. So things might get ugly here pretty soon, even more so than they already are. But uh, I'll be here. I'll be here covering this team, talking about them, podding about them, occasionally writing about them as well. And uh, we'll see what happens. This is Talk the Plank, Pittsburgh Pirates podcast on SB Nation's Bucks Dugout. Follow Bucks Dugout on Twitter at Bucks Dugout. Follow me on Twitter as well at Nathan underscore Hirsch. And I'll be back Sunday afternoon to recap the Pirates Giants series. Until then, everyone have a great day, a great weekend, a great life. (laughs) And I'll see you guys next time. Peace.